Our focus on developing Bolton Wanderers Academy products has continued to go well through to the 2033-34 campaign. Ten of our first team squad came through the ranks and at least four are first-choice starters, but with that comes the inevitability that some players won't quite make the first team. Indeed, the summer of 2033 saw several academy products sold on to further their careers for notable profit. The pick of those were midfielders Peter Agnew, who'd shown minimal progression, joining Stoke for £5 million and Jordan Bruce going to Leeds for £8 million. Leeds also came in for striker Fraser Ainsworth, who only had 3.5-star potential, for a fee rising to £10.5 million, while defender James Lavat went to Forest for £500,000. These deals took our bank balance past £200 million for the first time. Furthermore, I worked out that players produced by the Bolton Academy have now accrued £113.1 million in sales. In full, Ronnie Latipe, £5 million to Villa then retired at 26, Joshua McNally, £145,000 to Southend, Ibube Wanoha, £400,000 to Chef Wed, Greg Ward, £400,000 to Chef Wed, Jack Salter, £20 million to Derby, Lewis Gordon, £23.5 million to Birmingham before joining Watford for £22 million, Lou Junyan, £20 million to Brentford, joining Hubs the next year for £14.5 million, Aaron Elliott, £575,000 to Bristol City, Mark Matthews, £450,000 to Rotherham, Craig Chilton, £475,000 to Forrest, Jeremy Chadwick, £600,000 to Blackpool, Nick Hayward, £7 million to Norwich, Frank Kearness, £575,000 to Derby, Carl Greaves, £10 million to Blackburn. The latest outgoings were replaced by fellow academy midfielders Luke Johnson and Ray Johnston, who looked like really exciting prospects and showed great progression over the summer. Speaking of academy talents, 17-year-old striker Dylan Smart, who came through the 2031 intake, won the Golden Boot at the Under-19 European Championships and is considered the best prospect at the club. I began the summer with a long-overdue scouring of national youth sides, which unearthed several exciting talents. This included 18-year-old Colombian centre-back Fernie Tepasco and midfielder Javier Parra, who cost a combined £100,000, with several more joining in the next couple of years, including two very exciting Brazilian wonder kids arriving in January 2034. We also brought in defensive support with Real Madrid Loni Carlos. But the best deal of the summer was retaining starman Sean Caldwell who, on the back of a £50 million bid from Chelsea, became the highest paid player in club history on £88,000 a week, and, despite that, we still have the lowest wage expenditure in the league, and less than five championship clubs. The midfielder, who we signed for just £7,000 from Shamrock in 2028, doesn't have exceptional attributes but he's just an all-round solid midfielder and has 31 goals in 185 games for Bolton and 4 goals in 18 caps for Scotland. There'd been very little change to last season's squad and I saw little need to overhaul our tactic, so this is how it's looking for the start of the campaign. However, it's worth noting that my coaches only consider 7 of our players to be operating at Premier League level. Premier League resumes. Our third season back in the Premier League began with a Monday night kickoff and a tough test away to Leicester. But we got off to a flyer as left-back Nana Martin won a penalty after an excellent team move and Solomon Soraka converted. Guillermo doubled the lead with an excellent finish from a Matthias Hansen through ball. Leicester pulled one back end, with them chasing late on. Soraka put Guillermo clear on goal to double his tally and seal a huge 3-1 win. We had a much nicer start to this season than last with two games against newly promoted sides up next. First was Newcastle at home, and the new boys gifted Caldwell an opener. 
Guillerme doubled the lead with a delicious chip after brilliant work from Johnson, playing in the holding role, to win the ball back and launch a counter. We dominated the game and young Mexican striker Eduardo Navarro, who became a fan's favored personnel with his debut hat-trick last season, came off the bench to seal a 3-0 win. We then faced former defender Salter in a trip to Derby, where a Soraka double in Johnson's first assist for the club earned a 2-2 draw, before dominating a home game with Southampton but only winning 1-0 through another Guillerme goal. Tough run of games. A string of games against big teams followed, starting with entertaining Chelsea, against whom we drew 5-5 then beat 3-0 away last season. But this year's fixture turned out to be the polar opposite of last year's and ended 0-0 with nothing happening but our defence excelling. We then went to Arsenal and defended solidly but conceded a 94th-minute goal to lose 1-0. It didn't get much easier as we went to Man City, who'd won 6 out of 6, but another great defensive effort saw us come away with a 0-0 despite having just 3 shots to 13 and conceding 67% of possession. That was followed by a trip to Liverpool, yep, Arsenal, City, Liverpool away in consecutive games. Dash where our luck ran out. They scored early, Guillerme missed two huge chances and they scored two more late on, including a 90th-minute Trent Alexander-Arnold screamer. We'd done well in those games without the injured Caldwell, but he returned to smash home a screamer to earn a point at home to West Brom, who scored early with a dubious penalty, and we struggled to finish our chances. Another Midland side followed as Aston Villa came to town, and we made a great start with a Soraka penalty only for them to equalise with their only shot of the first half but we took control after the break with Guillerme putting us ahead then creating two goals for substitute Neil Vickers, who came on after both Soraka and Navarro got injured, and a Jakub Krab long-range strike sealed a 5-2 thumping. Injuries were beginning to mount up, which saw a struggle to put chances away in a 0-0 at Watford. But there were no such concerns back at the Eddie Davis Arena against bottom-side Sheffield United. Guillerme and Krab, who'd been excelling as the box-to-box midfielder lately, gave us a 2-0 halftime lead that Caldwell added to just after the break. The Vickers shows. That gave us confidence heading to Tottenham, which showed as Hansen created the opener for Guillerme then scored a screamer inside 12 minutes. He got injured just after time but from there it was the Vickers show as the utility man, who was in for the injured Soraka and definitely shouldn't be a striker, bagged twice in the final hour to wrap up a huge win and the best of the safe so far. Spurs 0-4 Bolton. Vickers was at the centre of things as we breezed to another 4-0 win in the next game at home to Burnley, in which Johnston made his first Premier League start. The 6 feet 2 inches striker powered home a header, created a second for Guillerme, then scored a repeat of his first goal before racing through to wrap up a hat-trick in the 89th minute. What a man, and I promise he's not actually that good but somehow has 7 goals in 8 Premier League games. And he wasn't content with that as he created the second of a Guillerme brace to give us a 2-0 lead against Fulham. We somehow capitulated to give them two goals to get level, but that man Vickers responded to bag an 86th-minute winner. We were suddenly in flying form and seven games unbeaten. That was thanks to Premier League Player of the Month for November, Super Neil Vickers, who scored six goals and got three assists in four games at an average of 8.7, which was closely followed by Guillerme's five goals and three assists at an 8.2. Bringing in the big bucks. Having started this save in lowly League 2 in July 2020, the sum of my accomplishments were proven by, 13 years and 5 months later, being offered a blockbuster new contract by the Bolton Wanderers board. The new deal netted me £90,000 a week for the next 5 years. However, my 13-year rule is just over halfway towards the 25-year reign enjoyed by Charles Fowraker between 1919 and 1944 and well short of Bill Ridding's 18 years at the club between 1950 and 1968.
we celebrated the new contract with a short trip to Old Trafford to face runaway leaders Man United. We started like an absolute freight train, forcing Donnarumma into six saves in the first 10 minutes before making a count through Guillerme on 19 minutes, which was our 12th shot. However, United soon regained their composure as superstar striker Leonardo Busto scored twice and we didn't muster another shot before halftime. We recovered and Guillerme drew us level thanks to Johnston's first Premier League assist but Busto sealed a hat-trick and all three points with a sublime chip. But what an effort to even come close to United, who have 20 players that earn more than our highest earner and spend £266 million a year on wages compared to our £35 million, which remains the lowest in the league. I made four changes to freshen things up at home to Wolves but one player that never gets rested is Caldwell, and he stepped up with both goals in a 2-1 win. Bizarrely, we then had a 16-day gap before a Boxing Day trip to a strong Everton, where we played pretty fairly well despite losing 3-0. That took us into the new year sitting nicely in 7th place in the Premier League. We've won half of our 18 games so far and have the league's 4th best defence with 33 goals. While Guillerme is the second top scorer in the league with 12 goals and Vickers has the second highest average rating of 7.62. Strangely, the year closed out with the third round of the FA Cup at League 1 Walsall. I decided to rest players and made 11 changes, which saw a start terribly before Johnston struck a beauty to score his first Bolton goal. A brilliant moment for the club saw fellow trotter talent striker Troy Stevens came off the bench to score on his debut in the 94th minute to nick a 2-1 win. The duo of Johnson and Johnston have been surprisingly central to our good start to the season. Johnson is our first-choice holding midfielder and has three assists from 14 league starts, while Johnson has played 18 games in all competitions and has a goal and two assists. Join us next time as we look to build on a strong start to the 2033-34 campaign and for an influx of exciting wonder kids.